Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, bow, bow, bow! I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's the Melchester Odyssey again, and I have in my left hand the 1st of January 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. We enter a new year, and Roy and the team are commemorating that by, on the front cover... They're running out up the tunnel onto the pitch at Mel Park, as you can see, Sam, and the, the Twitter followers who get um, source material on there will be able to see as well when I fucking get around there tweeting it. Um, it's a lovely banner. I don't know. I don't know who's made it. Maybe maybe Noel Baxter's made it. Uh, and it's Noel Baxter's running out with a big smile on his face and a thumbs up. So I think Noel Baxter has made this banner for Classic everyone. Baxter. Yeah, I made this for everyone. Whoopee! What do you think, Roy? Oh, look, he's got his thumbs up. This is just yeah. typical of me and my fun time hijinks. Yeah. This will get us on the back pages and the front pages. Fucking Prick. office. Yeah. Fucking office clown cunt. Yeah. Fucking novelty tie. Fucking comic relief twat. Um, and it says a happy new year and it's got some bells on it with some ribbons um, but even Duncan Mackay is fucking smiling so that's rare so there they all are happy new year to everyone must be a new year's day game um, I am euphoric it is unusual for me to be in such a state of high euphoria and joy but, but for some reason perhaps this wonderful colourful bright Sunny banner made by my teammate Noel Baxter has really put me in a top mood. Last night was Hogmanay, as we see in Scotland. And, of course, I am still drunk as fuck at this point. <laughs> That's no problem with Roy. He likes us to be mildly pissed whenever we go out <laughs> onto the pitch. It helps us to express ourselves. <laughs> I don't know if you saw... Um, we're recording this the night after the first episode of the um, the Premier League documentary series. It's on BBC Two. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten what it's called, but that was on. Did you see it last night? I think it's big-time football fun. Some big, big-time times. Charlies, something like mm. that, yeah. Um, and it, I feel like some... I've seen, to be honest, 
I haven't. I I became aware of this yesterday. Mm. Saw people like tweeting or whatever, and I thought, I'm sure I've fucking seen this. Yeah, there's there's very little there that's revelatory. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's watch, just like the watch... narrative, unless there's some new narrative. Is yeah. there football hooliganism? Highs all Hillsborough. Oh, mm. no one wants to take their kids because there's a bloke with a fucking dart in his eye. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then it suddenly Richard Keyes is wearing a fucking green jacket. There's cheerleaders yeah. on the Stri- pitch. Strippers at half time. Yeah. Yeah. Simple <laughs> minds alive and kicking. Bang. Yeah. Everyone loves yeah. it. It's like that the NFL. It. Manchester United, first title of a 25 seasons. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just weird. sort of like, it's like we always talk about when we. Yeah, we always talk about punk documentaries, or last year it was rave documentaries, wasn't it? And it's just like you feel yeah. like I know the story. Yeah, I know, the- I know. I know the narrative arc. Fine, it's good. I'm not saying it's not a good story, but there are obviously, you know, I would imagine a man like you, with your worldview of football. Oh, yeah, it is a worldview as well. Yeah, you would find it really infuriating because. Well, I, I got the impression that it was like football was shit uh, when it was just a working class sport and mm. then suddenly fucking R- Rupert Murdoch jazzed it up and now it's brilliant. Yeah, pretty much that was it. There was one weird thing. There was two weird things. The first one was that the very first voice that you heard was Vinnie Jones, who I don't regard oh. as a reliable narrator when it comes to the no. Premier League years or anything to do with <laughs> football. Um, secondly... The, there was they touched on Blackburn signing Alan Shearer in that first season mm. and they talked about Jack Walker and his millions and all that kind of thing mm. and how they managed to get Shearer from under the noses of Manchester United but there was absolutely no mention of Kenny Dalglish who was the Strange. manager who got Blackburn up and also was the fucking the whole reason that Shearer went there it wasn't just because of the money yeah. Jack Walker didn't just go out and buy Alan Shearer and then put him on the pitch Shearer wouldn't have gone there yeah. if someone like Kenny Dalglish wasn't manager Absolutely you know I mean? right, yeah. But it's like yeah. Dalgleish had been erased from history. It was mad. But um, anyway, why I mentioned... Shearer was... wanted to sign for Liverpool after. He obviously had a thing for Liverpool, though he's like this kind of dyed-in-the-wall, Geordie Toonami, yeah. etc. He, If you read his book, which for some... I think if I, I interviewed him once, so I sort of had to read his book. Yeah. Obviously, as you can imagine, it's not a riveting read. <laughs> but... You know, he he, signed, he says in it two things. One is it was like you say, Dalgleish that convinced him to sign for mm. Blackburn because he was so in awe of Dalgleish. And then when he left Blackburn and every club wanted him, every, the the ones he nearly nearly joined, he said he never was going to join United. The ones mm. he nearly joined, even though they were offering less money than the others, was Liverpool. All and right. in the end, is you know last minute when Keegan got involved, he's like, "Well, I've got to go well, home to Newcastle." Yeah. So he's yeah. obviously got a soft spot for for Liverpool. I think there'd been um, a lot of bitterness between him and Manchester United after he turned them down because, as it said on the documentary last night, Manchester United had said to him, we want you, but we're going to need a week or two to get the money together. And then Shearer kind of gone... <laughs> Shearer That's himself the sort of thing said, I come out with to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was, this was the early years of the Premier League, wasn't it? Shearer yeah. then said something like, no, if he was offended and he said, if they wanted me that much, they would have found the money there and then. Um, so that kind of weird thing put, put him off, and then he ended up going to Blackpool, uh, Black, Blackpool, Blackburn, um, and um, Ferguson in an interview, sort of a couple of years later, or maybe at the time, it said that it seemed to him that it was all about money for Shearer, and it wasn't about the footballing challenge. So I think there was a lot of um, needle between them over the years. So I think going to Manchester United was probably 
never an option in 96, you know, because of um, what, had, what had gone on in the past between them. But the, the mm. other thing was United won the league that season, the first one in 25 years, obviously. But there's some great footage um, kind of with a handheld video camera of um, a party. And oh, whose house was it at again? It might have been... Dennis Irwin's house, I'm not sure, it was a party at one of the houses, all the players were there, even Cantona, t- talking in French to nobody, and um, lovely mid-90s camcorder footage, and the party was the night before their last game of the season, which I think was like, it hung over beyond the last weekend, so it was like a midweek game, Yeah. Um, but they'd already won the league by this point, and the, the party went until four o'clock in the morning, and then the next night they had a match. So they were just all shit-faced for the final game. But they, they beat Blackburn in the last match of the season 1-0, even though they were all shit-faced. Lovely. Which I thought was nice. A nice throwback to different times. Yeah. But um, it's worth watching. How many anyway, episodes is it? Oh, fuck knows. It feels like six, maybe. Four or six, mm. I reckon. But, is Andy um, Townsend in it much? No, no Townsend as yet. Mm. You remember that ad with Alive and Kicking where they were all sort of like yeah, yeah. all in one changing room together? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. in a way, it was quite sexual. I thought they might have played the um, the original Sky Sports football theme tune, which we've obviously stolen for our podcast. Here this we go, is this it. is it. Yeah. Bing! But that wasn't played. Um, but, yeah, it's worth watching. What's something else I was going to say about it? I forgot what it was now. Yeah, Cantona. <sighs> I've got a problem with Eric Cantona, not as a footballer, but as a man. As a bloke. The whole fucking um, image that he's got of being this deep, meaningful thinker. That's yeah. bullshit. It's bullshit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, but no, I don't, to be fair, yeah, it, it, I think most people would say it was bullshit, though. I don't think he's got away with it. I think people. Oh, I, I think people. I, I don't know. I think. No, I think that people think, like him because they kind of know it's like a little bit of bullshit and they find that entertaining. <sighs> the, the, it's not I feel like that, it's performance it, art. It, it doesn't say anything though, Sam. This is the thing. It doesn't even come out with anything that's enigmatic and inspirational He's French, though, and he, insightful. He's French. Yeah, but come on. He's French. He paints, right? And maybe he prefers to express himself via the canvas. Have you seen the book of doodles he brought out a few years ago? <laughs> Doodles, oh. mate. Come on, he's trying. He's trying to express you. You, oh, they're doodles. Uh, they're doodles. you are a, f- a friend and a patron of the arts. You're a man who does a lot for. You know, you, you're a supporter of creativity. That's Cantonar. all. All Cantonar is trying doodles. to do. You know, it's hit and miss, isn't it? With creative expression. Miss. I mean, look at our podcasts. Like, mm. you know, let's be honest. More than half of them, absolutely fucking shit, right? Yeah. But once in a while, we hit on something that's good. Mm. Okay, that's uh, that's all Eric's trying to do. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not like you know a super fan of Eric Cantona, but I think that, like for instance, when he said like the the seagulls following the trawler, right? Yeah. I don't think that he thought. This is fucking deep and meaningful, and I'm gonna really blow their minds. I think he thought, "Fuck it, they're all such cunts. I'm just gonna come out with some bullshit yeah. and see what that fucking does for a I laugh." Agree. I and agree. I with think that. that's funny. I, I agree with that, but then this whole thing about him being an artist and everything. Nah, he's, I, no, I, he's I, bullshitting. I've got, I've, but res- my attitude yeah. is respect the bullshit. 
because it's mm. funny, isn't it? But well, uh, what, what, fit- what we're not sure about, I suppose, is whether he knows it's bullshit or whether he believes it. Mm. I mean, I watched. I watched. There's a documentary that was made about Manchester United about the history of United recently, and I think it was on Sky Documentaries or something. And um, it was executive produced by Cantona, and he was in there being interviewed. And this, it, you, honestly, you got more insight from fucking Nicky Butt than you did from Eric Cantona. Yeah. It's just all yeah. platitudes, and it just didn't say anything. I'm well, sure he's, got is, a lot he's to not. Say. He's not into football enough, in my opinion. He's one of those guys who'll be like, "Oh yes, football." Yes, I suppose, in a way, mm. the game itself did have an influence on the way in which I saw my life. Like, yeah, platitudes, bollocks. Um, Whereas mm. what you want is the nitty-gritty, the detail. That's what yeah. your Nicky Butts yeah. can bring to it, the well, table. But that, that's what Cantona's meant to bring. Cantona's meant to be a philosopher and a poet and an artist. So you'd expect some kind of depth from him and you get I think he, I don't think he's that into football. Oh, come on, but, you know... If he's going to fucking executive produce a football documentary and then then talk in it, then give us something. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, no, he shouldn't. He should have said no, if he's not got anything to say, don't fucking turn up. Hmm. I mean, that's a lesson that I learned. I mean, it took me many years to fucking come to that conclusion because when those talking head shows were big, I would fucking I was the sort of cunt who'd say yes before they'd even fucking said what it was about. <laughs> I was there in the taxi because I'm like. If yeah. they're paying me a few hundred quid, I'll fucking do it, right? Just tell me what it is Just when I get there. Talk shit. And yeah. then it took me many years to think, it's actually, what it is, is watching it back. So I'm quite studious about not reviewing any of my work. <laughs> right. Always look forward. I think it's very wise, yeah, to just fucking do what you've done and then yeah. immediately cancel it from your mind, yeah? Yeah. But I think a couple yeah. of times I accidentally stumbled upon things where... I was uh, talking about some shitty fucking clip where a cat had done something. Mm. And I just thought, no, enough's enough. Enough is a fucking enough. Mm. I will now do it. I thought, not that I get asked anymore. But at the time, I still occasionally got asked, and I thought, I'm only going to do it if it's something that I'm actually interested in. But yeah. that's the thing. What am I interested in? I mean, if they ask me now, what, what, like, what, are you doing a talking head thing about ghosts or digging? Then, mm. I'll, then I'll count mean, me in. Yeah. I'll do it for free, yeah. But even then, it's like, I'm an enthusiast, but I'm not an expert. Mm. I can't tell you, I mean, especially with ghosts. I love ghosts. It's it's a passion of mine. I'm not an expert on ghosts. I'm yeah, just a I fan mean, like anyone else. Why else, many, mate? How many experts you actually get on these talking head shows? Not many, is well, it? Well, exactly. They're all enthusiasts. So I'm like, only ask me on if I'm an expert and I also love it. Well, that narrows yeah. it down because... I can't, I, to be honest, I can't think of a sim, single subject that I love and that I'm an expert on. Okay. So, you know, yeah, just stick I suppose to that's why thing. the phone stopped ringing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other thought they had about Cantona was that if he hadn't retired early like he did, maybe he wouldn't be advertising Sports Direct these days. Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he thought he was going to be an actor. He was in a Ken Loach film, wasn't he? Searching for it. I never seen that one. Well, it was but, about you know, it was Ken about Loach. Him, wasn't it? And he t- he turned up at the end. It, it, it's a Ken Loach it. film, so we know what it's going to be about. Really, it's going to be about a bloke who's like uncannily unlucky. Down on his luck, yeah. <laughs> it, like <laughs> it, it'll be basically the world's unluckiest football fan. Oh no, I've lost my keys. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone down the drain. 
Oh, I've dropped anyway. my keys down the drain. Oh, I'm going to the football. At least that'll cheer me up. Ah, oh, my ticket's been stolen. <laughs> my ticket's been stolen by a crow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever next. Oh, quack, quack. Anyway, let's 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 do this um, Roy the Rovers thing, Roy shall the Rovers. we? So there we go. We look inside the comic, first one of 1983, and it says Roy Race was managing to cope with the crippling loss of some of his best Melchester players. This crippling. is a storyline that's been going on for fucking six months since the cricket match. Oh, in the since the fucking cricket. Fuck All right, you get the fucking yeah. picture. He can't keep complaining about this the whole time. He should have a fucking. Um, he should have built a squad that was capable of coping with the rigors of a full league season. Well, yeah, but he's skimming money off the top of everything, isn't he? Instead yeah. of investing I like in the to team. Keep I like to keep a very tight squad because that way you can keep it a collegiate atmosphere. Do you know what I mean? I just like 11 players and two subs. But even then, I've said to the chairman before, I reckon we can get by with 11 players, possibly less. Because yeah. I'm as good as having two or three lads on. Uh, yeah. And he's just laundering all the money away. Um, it says... Uh, he was not enjoying much success on the home front, which is a reference to his domestic troubles. Uh, as the Rovers waited to board the team coach... Life. <laughs> as the Rovers waited to board the team coach for an away match against Tynecaster, and there's a car pulling up at Melchester Rovers FC Stadium. You know, what's this, uh, an Austin Metro? I don't know. Might be a Ford. Looks like a Ford badge on it. Mm. Ford Fiesta, something like that. Ford Escort. Yeah. What Escort? No, it's not an Escort. It's not an old-style Escort. Let's stop fucking yeah, turning this nah. into fucking car cunts. Uh, oh, is that an old escort? <laughs> I think it's a Mark II, well, isn't it? We, oh, had a, we, had an old style, we had an old style Ford Escort, I was talking about the other day, and we called it the Tortoise, right? Because it was that slow. But also, right, do you know what? I can't remember, I told someone this the other day. It was painted with fucking house paint, right? Ah, yes. And you could... And you could see Again. the brush strokes. You could see yes. the fucking brush strokes, right? Green. Tortoise green. Me mate did that with his first car when he was about seventeen, painted it with, with a with a brush. Insanity. It was it was oh. disgusting. And it broke down practically every morning. Jalapeno. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. The first time I think I saw one of my older brothers have a proper stand-up aggressive row with my dad, which is quite shocking. 
Mm. When you see that, you know, yeah, like a son yeah. and a father, but it's heads. like the Lion King, isn't it? You know, the hierarchy is threatened. Yes, and it you really know. shook me up because I was little, and my oldest brother was. And basically, what happened was, obviously, my dad wasn't around, but he came over to probably pick me up or something. And my dad always had a flash car, right? Mm-hmm. But my mum either didn't have a car at all or had some shit heat like the tortoise, right? Which is what we had to drive in. And he'd swan round every couple of weeks in some fucking flash company car, right? Which in itself was insulting. But one week he turned up <laughs> and he said, yeah, we're going to have to get a taxi because my car is in like, is being serviced or something, right? Whatever yeah. the fuck he was driving, like a Merc or something. And my mum went, kind of, well, I'm not going anywhere this weekend, so you're free to take my car if you want, because I think he was supposed to be taking me out to the pictures or whatever, right? Mm. And my dad looked out the window at the car that was parked. And he went, went, that thing? And my mum went, yeah. And he went, I'm not fucking driving that, right? And my brother went fucking ballistic at him. I thought he was going to whack him one. I'd never seen it before, right? And at the time, I didn't understand. I thought, oh, lay off. You know, he's only saying, I was probably thinking as a kid, there, no wonder he doesn't want to drive that. It's fucking shit, mate. (laughs) Right? You should see the car he usually fucking rolls up in. It's fucking blinding. I wouldn't wish that car upon any cunt. Right? He's used to better. It was only years later when I realised my brother was in the right because it was so insanely insulting for him to turn up in a flash car, rub our nose into it, and then scoff at the idea that he would be prepared to sit in the same car that his own children sat in every day. Yeah. So that was quite... um, That shook me up, but it was, you know, years later, I kind of... You know, when you completely reassess a situation from Mm. the other Mm. other side. But that's what I think about when I think about Ford Escort. Sorry, that's why I went off on a tangent there. That's all right. We'll 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 just agree that it's a, just edit uh, it out. Afford. I might do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, this car pulls up outside the stadium. Um, one of the players says, "Here's a car coming now." Someone else says, "Relax, it's a little family job, brand new." So it can't be Roy. I wonder where he's got to. But of course, it is Roy. Uh, but then, one of them uh, is that Jimmy Slade. It might be Jimmy Slade. He says, uh, "Huh? It is Roy sitting in the passenger seat." And uh, Noel Baxter says. Um, is it Noel Baxter? Is, we always get muddled up between Noel and um, what's his name? Well, yeah. The Scottish there's, there's, lad. There's ginger hair there, but a blue jacket, and further down, Noel Baxter's wearing a red jacket, so I'm guessing that's so Kenny Logan. So this has got to be, what's his name? The Scottish Kenny lad? Logan. Kenny Logan. Kenny Logan. Now, and Kenny, Kenny Logan is... is someone I've got a lot of time for. Anyway, okay. That's good to know. <laughs> I well, I'm just is... saying, they're two, they look alike, but one's a cunt and one's yeah, a good bloke. One's, one's all right. One's just a young mm. lad making his way in the world, trying yeah, his best. he's trying his best. And one's yeah. an annoying cunt, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Penny is driving. It must be her car. Uh, <laughs> and Roy gets out of the car and he's talking to her through the window. Bye, love. I promise I won't be home late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck oh, you, right. His wings have been very much clipped. Unless uh, we win, of course. <laughs> well, she says, you better not be. You're babysitting, remember? It's my turn to go out tonight. Fuck it well, Of course, uh, any any parent knows that you do not babysit your own kids. I if know, ever, I hate it when a, people as a, say as that. As a dad, if you ever say that you're babysitting within a shot of your other half, you will get a fucking shoe around the back of the head. Mm-hmm. But she's um, the one who's used it there. She said it there, yeah, different times, though, yeah. isn't it? So Fucking hell, where's her, she going? 
Yeah, she, 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 she's out with her mate Janet tonight, who's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> fucking, they'll be they'll be pissing it up on the baby shams, mind you. She is a nightmare, but she's fucking bang tidy as well because she hasn't knocked any kids out yet. And I tell you what, she's made it very clear to yours truly that it's there if I want it. But Let's you see. know, like I always say, lads, I never shit on my own doorstep. <laughs> Let's just say that whenever she comes round to go out with Penny, she's always made a bit of an effort with dressing up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and it says, knowing grins had appeared on the faces of the Rovers, uh, Noel Baxter says, seems like you know who is in the doghouse, lads. Thought I'd fucking ban him for that. Drop him yeah. and ban him. Consign him to the reserves. You're dropped, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got anything to say? Is that is that Paco Diaz with the side? Paco hands? Diaz. I mean, imagine he's never seen anything like it. He's not yeah. the sort of shit that goes down in Spain. God no. He says now we now we know why Penny is driving around in a new car. And uh, <laughs> Blackie Blackie says it's obviously a peace offering. You're dropped too, cunt. <laughs> but why? I'll just join I support in, you right? in your marriage, you know that. Pens are smashing lady. I just lady, wanted the lads to think I was one of them. I'm sorry, it's like... best you do have a break from each other just to get some breathing space. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> oh, oh, keep up mine. We could both move in to the Holiday Inn down the road. Just lads together. Just watching oh, the professionals God. and... Eating the mini bar dry. Just like when we go away in international duty. And we'll be like, just like that, just like playing and being internationals. <laughs> um, and no Baxter says, it uh, wouldn't be anything to do with the Christmas edition of Roy of the Rovers, would it, Roy? Which he's got rolled up in his hand. So again, things are happening that are inside the comic and I can't fucking cope with it. Um, Roy says, oh, uh, you know, Dan, well, it is Noel. Close up on his head, his face, he looks fucking angry. Penny wasn't exactly enthusiastic about the cover photo of Suzanne Dando and me. Um, and then he's in the on the bus and he's continuing with the anecdote. So now I'm trying to make it up to her. She bought her a car. Fuck me. Must be feeling guilty. Mm, we don't know what went on after that photo shoot, but I think we can guess. Yeah, I mean, he's in a dilemma because it's like if he buys her a car, on the one hand, it might smooth things over. On the other hand, it might just it's, be all the evidence she needs of a guilty exactly, conscience. Exactly. But he's thinking, but on the third hand, it might make <laughs> her think, well, he's definitely given her one, but fuck it, it's a nice motor, so I'll keep my trap shot. I'll turn a blind eye. Um, and... Um, someone else on the bus there we'll we'll see it's no Baxter because it's a smart ass comment do you realise that if Roy had appeared with Miss World Penny might have got a colour telly as well ha ha they all shout as they drive to Tynecaster over the page oh my good god what the fuck is this uh, the Rovers were still ribbing their manager as they changed for the game and there's no Baxter wearing nothing but a towel around his waist and what's he got on his head is it a mop it's a mop head, I think. Oh, God. And he's using no. it as a wig. Pretend to be a pretty woman. Uh, and he Fuck said, oh, how about putting me on the next cover, Roy? It'll make Penny even more jealous. Look at Roy's face. Look at Roy's fucking face. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Do you have any idea what a fucking prick you look like now, Baxter? (laughs) That's the sort of mincing, isn't he, as well? He's pursed his lips and he's mincing. I'm a lady. But the other uh, lads, like Blackie and I think Jimmy Slade and Paco are in the background. Yeah. And even Mackay, who must still be pissed, they all think he's fucking funny. Ha-ha, says Mackay. Ha-ha, that is amusing. You have dressed as a woman. But I get it. <laughs> have you seen the comedy film with Dustin Hoffman, Tootsie? Now that <laughs> is a hilarious picture. <laughs> I saw it three times. Once with my wife and twice alone. <laughs> it filled no me more. with strange, confusing feelings, I must admit. <laughs> so then this Roy snaps. He says, if your standard of football was as good as your wisecracks, maybe we'd start climbing up the league table. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they go up, and even oh. Nat Gosden, even Nat Gosden, who's seen everything there is to see in football, looks a little bit frightened. In the even he's woken there. up. Yeah. Uh, so then, as the Rovers ran out and they run out onto the pitch, Roy runs out a good twenty feet in front of the rest of them. Come on, let's get this fucking game won. Get it over with. Get uh, home. I've got a fucking tedious night in with the fucking kids while she's out with Janet doing fuck knows what. (laughs) Fucking hell, kill me now. (laughs) And old Baxter says, something tells me the boss is in a very good mood. Um, And Blackie says, and time caster are going to suffer for it. And uh, fucking hell they do. Time caster suffered all right, but not in the way the Rovers expected. And he's lacing into one of the fucking time castle players, a sliding tackle. Um, Lampard's in the crowd say, "Good grief! What a tackle! Take it easy, race." As the Tynecaster player goes, "Ow!" Um, the referee comes over. Roy. Roy says, "I know, ref. I'm sorry. That was a mess. Completely mistimed. No hard feelings, Mark." He says to the player, "He's just wiped out." But um, Tynecaster have a free kick just in the edge of the box. Mackay says, "Roy, come on." We're trying to sort out the wall. And wall is in inverted commas for some reason. Um, but there we are. The shot comes in. Tynecaster didn't wait for Roy to finish apologising. Yeah, it's a shit wall. It must be like they, he's calling it the wall in inverted commas as if it's some new tactical innovation that they've only just heard yeah. of. And you can tell as well because they're all stood about a fucking foot apart from each other wobbling it's around. Wall. It's like a concertina rather than a wall. Uh, they take it a quick one and it's through the wall also in inverted commas again uh, Tubby shout Duncan Mackay but is it too late Tubby gets across the goal and gets a hand on it oomph as he dives and palms it away uh, saved but Tubby Morton can't hold it get in there Tynecaster sure enough they do Tynecaster's number 10 is on the spot and he brays it into the back of the open goal as Tubby Morton lies on the ground. Yes! Oh. They all shout. Oh, fucking hell. I shouldn't have had those eels before the game. <laughs> <laughs> New, Year's Eve, New Year's Day eels. A tradition <laughs> in the Morton household. <laughs> and I said to the wife, I said, no eels today. She said, it's tradition. She started <laughs> making me feel guilty. So I said, I just have the one. But the thing is with me and eels is once I have one, I cannot stop until all the eels are gone. I fish them straight out of the tank live. 
And very often, I don't even bother cutting the head off. I just swallow them down. Swallow them I can feel them wriggling inside my tummy. Flapping away as they go down my gullet. I mean, I've not played fucking top flight football for a lot of years now, so the eels aren't really a problem on New Year's Day, but this is, this is bad. I should have I done swear this. to God, I was fucking getting ready for the time cast to take a corner, and one of them eels fucking worked its way up from my guts, poked its oh. fucking head out of my gob. I got the shock Jeez. of my life. Fuck, mate. I'm, I'm exposed here. I want to throw up, but everyone's looking. Fucking, I'll just swallow that down again. They'll be fucking hell all over the gold mouth. <laughs> They'll have to come out. The, 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 the grounds will have to come up with a bucket of sand. Put some sand down on it. I signed something promising to subscribe to a strict no eel diet with my last contract. Before I find out about this, he'll be fuming. I mean, he's going to smell them on my breath once I've been swallowing me puke. Fucking <laughs> oh, you know. Is that fucking eel on your breath? <laughs> what can I smell? What have I told you, cunt? <laughs> have you been at the eels again, you fat <laughs> bastard? <laughs> no, Roy, I swear. I just had a bit of haddock. <laughs> Just, don't fuck me about. I know the difference between fucking eel smell and haddock smell. I, I, honestly, I just had a bit of pilchard patty on a cracker before I came out. That's all it is. <laughs> Bullshit. I had some cock. I had a glass of cockle juice before I came out to settle my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> It calms oh. me down, Roy. That's all it was, cockle juice. <laughs> Don't I keep it in right. this bottle by the side of the goal to refresh me during the game. Well, I'm thinking about retiring, Roy. Have I got to fill the form in or something? Because uh, when's the other <laughs> lad back? I can't handle this. <laughs> Honestly, it's just not worth it anymore. <laughs> I'm done in. Uh, this is my Vietnam. Um... <laughs> So, yes, they all cry. 1-0 Melchester, we better settle down, or they're in for a thrashing. Oh, man, and then it says, that's the end of the story, then it says, next Thursday, it's snowing and Tubby Morton is ridiculed. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> We've just done that. Oh, they're fucking ridiculing me over the eels. <laughs> How did they find out? That's curious, it says next Thursday, but on the front cover it says every Monday. So uh, are, they, are they changing the day of the week? This thing's coming out. What's happening? It's fucking chaos over at the fucking okay, Royal no. Rovers offices, it isn't is. it? No one even fucking knows when the mag goes out. Uh, well, it's Christmas, in it? They're all shit-faced. Uh, Mark's at a 10 for that. Nine. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a nine as well. There's a, a nice little crossover, additionally, in the Hardman uh, story. And it begins mm. with Victor Boscovich resigning as manager of Danfield United because they've gone out of the European mm. Champions Cup early. And he hands his resignation to uh, Danfield's uh, chairman, Sir William Dartington, who yeah. is about as Tory as it fucking comes. Yeah. Um, and he hands it over and he says, I say, Boscovich, this is a bit much. You're not just part of Danfield United. You are Danfield United. And uh, Boscovich says, Times change, Mr. Chairman. Once I was able to win things for Danefield, now I am a loser. I built up a team which I was sure could win everything this season, but we are being knocked out of the cup competitions in the first round. If I go now, someone else can take over for the FA Cup. 
At least a lot of Roy of the Rovers readers will be sad to see me go. Sorry, will be glad to see me go. And he's mm. mooched out. So he's resigned. Anyway, we're not going to go through the whole story, but then there's another page. Dane failed to have their next match. There's an empty space on the bench and they get fucking battered. Over onto the third page of the story. Uh, they're 6-0 down at the end. And in the director's box, you've got, what's his name? Sir William Dartington. Yeah. Looking properly miffed. And one of his uh, directors says, Mr. Chairman, we can't allow this to continue. Something must be done. And Dartington says, I couldn't agree more. I already know what I'm going to do. And there's a telephone right next to him. And then in the next panel, he's on the telephone and it's a big dramatic close-up and he's saying into the phone, get me Roy of the Rovers! And he looks fucking angry too. Yeah. So what's the crack here? And then it says, in next Thursday's instalment, Thursday again, what the fuck that's about, um, he says, uh, it says, you can name your own salary in inverted commas. Is he trying to poach? Yeah, he's trying to poach Roy. And with a line like that, he's, Roy's going to be like, you just bought yourself an extra 30 seconds. <laughs> Keep talking. Don't worry, not- I'll name my fucking salary, all right? I've got a figure very much in my mind. But let's talk about fucking perks, shall we? I am not moving to a black and white comic strip without being paid properly. First of all, so, you've got to think about yeah. going fully colourised. Second yeah. of all, I need you to buy me out of my marriage to Penny because that's gone <laughs> fucking shit. New job, new missus. New identity. <laughs> so, Thirdly, you need go. to buy Blackie because of certain functions he performs in my life that For only reasons. he is qualified to perform. For reasons that I don't fully understand myself, I wasn't able to function without him. <laughs> so there we are. Um, and we'll see what happens. So that's uh, another thread to follow next week. Um, and we'll be mm-hmm. back then with another one next week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. God bless you all. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.